Today's daf is Kedushin daf Ayin Beis, and we are 12 lines from the bottom of daf Ayin Aleph Amid Beis, Ad Heichon Hi Bavel. Today's daf is being learned as a schos for Achenu B'nei Yisrael Hanesunim Batzaru Bashivya. And I want to give a special mention to two chaverim of mine, Elio Sholem ben Devorah Zisol and Yecheskel Shraga ben Devorah Zisol, who are at the front lines, and may they accomplish their avodas HaKodesh that they set out to, and may they merit the brachas of Kala Oiskim B'Tzarchei Tzibor, Ba'amuna, HaKadosh Baruch Hu Yishalim Scharim. Today's has also been learned as a schos refuah shalema for Nami, Ilana Shira. So today's daf continues along the theme of Asara Yuchsin, and specifically this idea that the Yichus in Bavel was of pristine nature. In fact, the Gemara mentioned many times, Loyola Ezra mi Bavel ad Shasa Kesoilis Nikia. Ezra, who in the beginning of the second base of Mikdash, went from Bavel to Eretz Yisrael, didn't do so until he was able to sort out all the different categories of Yichos in Bavel, and he took the Psule Yichos with him. And as we saw from some of the anecdotes that were mentioned in the Gemara, Bavel remained in a state of good Yichos literally for hundreds and hundreds of years. So here's the question that today's daf begins with, and that is, what is Bavel proper as it relates to Yichos? In other words, a very technical question. What are the borders of Bavel, geographically speaking, as it relates to this halacha, that if someone is going to marry a woman from within those borders, he can know with confidence that she is of good Yichos, as opposed to where you start to have to question who exactly this person is. So the Gemara begins with those words, Ad heichon hi bavel, up until where does bavel go? Now the truth is that what we need as far as background, this is way above my pay grade, is that ancient Babylonia was known as Mesopotamia. And the etymology of the word Mesopotamia is between two rivers. And the reason is because bavel lies between two rivers, the Tigris and the Euphrates. In Lashon HaKodesh, it's the Chidekel and the Nahar Paras. Now, the way it's situated is the Tigris is to the east of Bavel, and the Euphrates is to the west of Bavel. So, from a super high level, if someone were to ask, Ad hi Bavel, you would say, Mesopotamia, it's between the two rivers. Any area between these two Naharois is going to be considered Bavel. Stating that, you have to know how far north and how far south, and is there any area to the east of the Tigris River that maybe is also part of Bavel, and is there any area to the west of the Euphrates that's also part of Bavel? So again, the area that's in between these two rivers we know as Bavel. Loi alze anudanim. The question about Heichon hi Bavel is, in a little bit more of a precise manner, what exactly are the different borders of the ancient 
Babylonia. Says the Gemara, not surprisingly, it was a Machlekes Rav and Shmuel. Rav, Amar Rav says, Anahar Azov. It goes up until the river of Azov. Ushmuel Amar, and Shmuel said, Anahar Yoani. It goes up until the river of Yohani. Now, Rashi says that this discussion of Adhechon Yibavel, the initial discussion, is discussing how far east beyond the Tigris River does Bavel extend. And it's there that Rav said it's until the Nahar Azak, and Shmuel said it's until the Nahar Yoani. As it relates to all the other areas that the Gemara is going to continue to discuss now. How far north up the Tigris does Bavel extend? Rav Rav said, Ad Bagda Va'afna, until Bagda and Afna. And Shmuel said, Ad Mushkini. Says the Gemara, only up until Mushkini. It sounds like the way Mushkini Bechlaal. Mushkini itself is not part of Bavel. We know that Mushkini is considered like part of the Goyla. And when we say part of the Goyla, what we're referring to is Pumpedisa. So Stam Goyla very often meant Pumpedisa. Loosely translated, Goyla is the exile. But Goyla sometimes meant Pumpedisa. Pumpedisa was clearly part of Bavel. So if you say, Mushkini harehi kegoyla loyuchsen, so it sounds like Mushkini itself is included in Bavel. So the Gemara says, Eli, you're right. Ad Mushkini u Mushkini b'chal. When we say Ad Mushkini, we don't mean that Mushkini is on the outside looking in, but Fakir, Mushkini is going to be included. Okay, L'tachtis b'diglas hadhecha. If you're going south of the Chidekel, of the Tigris, how far down does Bavel extend? Amarav. Shmuel, so Rav Shmuel said, It goes up until the lower Apamyas. What does this mean, the lower Apamyas? There were two Apamyas. One was the upper and the other one was the lower. Meaning one was higher up and the other one was lower down. Now the people that lived there of one were considered to be kosher and of the other were considered to be possible. The distance between these two apamyas was one adadi, and the oilum there didn't get along with each other. In fact, they wouldn't even offer someone a light from one apamya to the other apamya. And if you want to know which one of these two apamyas the residents were kosherim and which ones were psulim, the psulta meishanis. The one where the language that they spoke was Meishonis, that was the one in which they were apostle, and the other one was the one in which they were kosher. But the bottom line is, you want to know how far down to the east does Babel extend? It goes until the Apamya Tata. We now know a little bit more about what the Apamya Ilah and the Apamya Tata was. How far North does Bavel extend to the west on the Euphrates side of the land? Rav Rav said, At Akra de Sulbanki. Shmuel Amar Shmuel said, At Gishra de Beparas. It's up until the Euphrates Bridge. Rabbi Yechanan, Rabbi Yechanan said, At Mavras de Gizma, until the Gizma Crossing. So these were apparently important landmarks that the Oilam understood. And this is a three way machlaik. It's Rav and Shmuel and Rabbi Yechanan. Some say Rabbi Yosef literally cursed anybody that treated the boundary of Bavel to the west, up north. To where Rav did. So again, Rav said, Ad banki, and Abaya, some say Rav Yosef said that if somebody's going to say that any person up until there is of good yichas, liet. He was very, very disappointed. So the Gemara says it sounds like Abaya, Vitem Rav Yosef, was only liet, somebody that went like Rav. Ad Rav liet, Ad Shmuel liet. Does it make sense that you would only be Mikal, someone that went like Rav, not someone that went 
like Shmuel, what's the kasha? The kasha is that if you have a map, you'd see that Shmuel's border actually was further north than Rav's. In other words, the Gishra de Beiparas, this Euphrates bridge, was to the north of Akra de Sulpanki. So if Abai is disappointed at somebody that holds like Rav, Kalvachoymeri should be not okay with someone that goes Lashmu. So the Gemara says, you're right. Elo light, the Rav You have to say he was light, even for someone that went like Rav, but certainly for somebody that went like Shmuel. If you say, the Gemara says, maybe you can say a different time. Abai was only light, someone that went like Rav, not someone that went like Shmuel. The Gishra de Beiparas, and the reason is because in Abayah's times, the Euphrates Bridge actually was lower. In his time, it was south of where Rav's border was. Now the Persians already moved it, and as a result, it's further north. So right now, if you look at a map, it doesn't make sense. Why would it be Layat the Rav, not be Layat the Shmuel? You're right. In real time, as we're looking at the map, the way it's current, it doesn't make sense. But... In the time of Abai, if he tamed Rabbi Yosef, it was in the reverse, and therefore it was only Layat Adarav, he wasn't Layat Adishmul. So, I'm going to Abai the Rabbi Yosef. Abai told Rabbi Yosef, Lahogiso de Paras Adhecha. So, again, we said Paras, which is the Euphrates, is to the west of Bavel. The question is, how far west does Bavel extend? Amalese, he told him, My Daitech, why are you asking me this question? Rabbi Yosef talking to Abai. Mishumbiram, probably, because you're curious, you want to know what's the status of the people in Bira, do they have good yichas or do they not have good yichas? So he told them back, that's not a question, because miyachsi the pumpadisa mi biram naspi. He said, the people that have the shenstan, the best yichas of pumpadisa, when they have to take a shidduch, you know where they go? They go to Biram. So as a result, Biram, you should know, is definitely a place that's okay. This is the short version of the Gemara's discussion of the different boundaries of Bavel as it relates to the laws of Yuchsen. So, the Gemara, Amar HaPap, HaPap said, Kemachloikis liyuchsen, Tach machloikis liinyin gitin. This machloikis that we have here, all the different discussions regarding the boundaries of Bavel as it relates to Yuchsen is going to be the same as it relates to Gitin. So, where's in Egea knowing the boundaries of Bavel as it relates to Gitin? Sarashi so sends us to the first Mishnah in the Sechtis Gitin. I may be getting But if somebody brings a get from Eretz Yisrael, he doesn't have to say, And there's a whole sugya in Gitin Davav that talks about Bavel being treated like Eretz Yisrael Gitin, that if somebody brings a get or from Bavel to Eretz Yisrael, that you won't have to say, So the question is, what are the boundaries of Bavel as it relates to Gittin? So said Rabbah, Kemachloikis Liyuchsen, learn this sukya here in Asara Yuchsen, and Tain Luchachem Liyach Kemoy, apply it to Perikamevi Get. Rabbi Yosef, I'm Rabbi Yosef, said, no, Machloikis Liyuchsen, the Machloikis is as it relates to Yuchsen. But as it relates to Gittin, Divri Akol, everybody agrees, Ad Arba Kenyono de Gishra, that if you want to know how far north specifically north of the Euphrates does Bavel extend, it goes up until the Arbatinyana. So this is the second swamp where there were Aravais, the Gishra, which was right past the bridge. Either way, it says, if you want to know which part of Bavel is the Trelas, which part of Bavel, says Rashi, is the Teferes, as it relates to Yichos, so the answer is, it's the town known as Chavel Yam. 
So, Bovel was Kesoyos Nakia. The best Yichas and Klai Yisrael came from Bovel. Within Bovel, if you want to know what's the Shufra, the Shufra, it's Chavel Yam. And he continued, did Rami Barab, and he said, Shunya Vigovya, Tchel to the Chavel Yam. If you want to know what's the Shufra, the Shufra, the Shufra, right? What's the best of the best of the best? What's the best of Chavel Yam? It's Shunya and it's Govya. Ravina, Ravina added to that, he said, Aftzi Tsoira. So, according to Ravina, it's Shunya. It's Guvya and it's Sisoyra. So, a bride that supports Ravina said, Chonabin, Pinchasoymer, Chavoyam, it's held to the bubble. The Tchelis, a bubble is Chavoyam, and Shunya, the Guvya, the Sisoyra, it's held to the Chavoyam, that the Tchelis of Chavoyam. Omra, Papa, Papa said, Vahidno, nowadays, I arvi behukutai. He says, unfortunately, now, these places that we just mentioned, that were mamish the shufra, the shufra, the shufra, not so posh anymore. And the reason is because there are kutin that mish zecharayin. And we know the kutin were troublemakers and they were problematic. And if there are kutin that already intermarried people from this area, so that's a, a simon that their yichos is not so good anymore. But the Gemara says, Valoyi. even though Rapapa said it, so again, who's talking? Rapapa, he said, but don't take what he said seriously. And the reason is because it's a hudaboy minayu. Veloy Yavule. There's a, a woman that was Bomi Nayu that somebody wanted to marry, and this Shidduch didn't pull through, and as a result, rumors started spreading, and there will be bulim that this is what was going on, but in reality, this is not something you have to worry about. Now, what does the Gemara mean? It's a Hudabomi Nayu Yavule. So if you take a look at Rashi, Rashi says Tupshatim. One is Pshat in the Gemara, and the second one is a famous pshat, which has a lot of red bites associated to it. Rashi's first pshat is that the reason people thought that there were kutoim that had married into this area, Chavl Yamo, which was Mamish the Spitz, as it relates to Yichas, is because there was a kuti that wanted to marry someone, and therefore the rumor spread. But in reality, Veloihi, because Veloyavle. At the end of the day, the shidduch never panned out, and as a result, it's not something you have to worry about. But then Rashi says, V'yeshoimim, some say, Rapapa bo minaya itse. Rapapa himself tried doing a shidduch with a woman from that area, and it didn't work out. And for that reason, Rapapa said, that wasn't true. He was being on these people. And Rashi says, I find it very, very difficult to believe that the great Rapapa would have done something like this. Again, a fascinating raid bite associated with this Rashi right here. Ayin Sham, Zok Digamar, my Chavul Yama. Okay, we talk a lot about Chavul Yama. What exactly is it? Amra Papa, Rapapa said, Zu Paras de Bursi. So, this is the part of the Euphrates that's near Bursi, if that helps. Either way, Zok Digamar, who Gavra, there was a person, the Amar Luhu, who told Rabbana, I know I'm in Shait Meshat. You want to know where I come from? I come from Shoit Meshot. I'm Rabbi Yitzchak. Nafcha Rabbi Yitzchak never got up, and he said Shoit Meshot bein Anaharis Aymetes. You want to know where Shoit Meshot is? It's between the Naharis. Says the Gemara, Vichi bein Anaharis Aymetes Mayhav. They couldn't understand what that meant. Meaning, he said, "Did this person? I come from Shoit Meshot." And Rabbi Yitzchak Nafcha said, "Oh, if he's from Shoit Meshot, then as it relates to Yichus, treat him like he's from bein Anaharis." And the Olim didn't know. Does that mean it's a good thing? Meaning he has good yichas? Or if he's from Ben Anaharis, it's a bad thing. It means he doesn't have good yichas. Now, if you'd ask me, it sounds like Ben Anaharis means he comes from between the two rivers, between the Chidekel and the Nahar Pras. 
which means he's from Mesopotamia, which means he's okay. But from the fact that the Gemara wasn't sure what exactly this place of Ben Anaharis is, it's evident that that's for sure not what he meant. And as a result, it was a tumult. What does that mean? V'chi ben anahoris ha'imedes ma'yhava. Amar Abayah, Amar Av, Chomah bar Ukva, Amar Av Yosib Rabchanin. Ben anahoris ha'rei kegoylo v'yuchsen. That this area, ben anahoris, is kegoylo v'yuchsen. Again, it's treated like Pompadisa. That means it's mamish bavel. And this is a good place. It means he has good yichas. Says Amar Beheicha Kaima. Where is it? Amar Av Yochanan. Rabbi Yochanan said, Me'i dekira u'il. It's further north of i dekira. On the side of the Euphrates, straight to Gemara, could that be? Rabbi Yechonon said, "Adma Barto de Gizmo." When the Gemara had a discussion of how far north does Bavel go on the Euphrates side, what did Rabbi Yechonon say? He said, "Adma Barto de Gizmo," and the kasha is that Iri Ihi de Kira is further north of Mabarto de Gizmo, which means that Ben Anaharis, which is even north of that, is certainly too north. So we have a steer in Rabbi Yechonon in terms of understanding the northern border of Bavel. To the western side, Zakta Gemara. I mean, Abayi, Abayi said, Ritzua Nafka, you have to say a terrace. You have to say, Rabbi Yechon, when he was talking about the border, he meant, like, as far as a large, wide parcel of land. But there was a Ritzua that was Nafka that went even further north, past E, the Kira, all the way to this area, Ben Anaharis. And this Yid who stammed from that area, that's considered Babel. And therefore, we look at him as being Kegaylul Yuchsen. Amrav Ikabar Aban, Amrav Chanan, Alamarab. Chalzoin. And Yihavand, Nahawand, Harehi Yuchsen. So these are places that are considered to be of good Yichus, Mamish like the Goyla, Mamish like Pompadis. Abaya heard what Rav Ikabar Abin said in the name of Hananel, in the name of Rav. And he responded, Don't listen to him. I mean, even though he's saying that the people there have good yichas, I'm telling you, don't be makabal. Yavama he because the reason he's saying it is because he has a yavama that fell. He wants to be miyabim her, and he knows that if people are going to start questioning the yichas, he's not going to be able to do the yibum. So he's not trustworthy. Amalei Snavika heard what Abayah said, and he responded. He said, If I was quoting my own shita, and you want to call me out, you want to question me, you tell me I'm choshed, I'm not neman. It's one thing. But the Rav Hananel here, I'm saying over what Rav Hananel said. What's Rav Hananel's negias to say that that area is of good yichos? So the Gemara says, Ozel, the Oilam went and Shailu, the Rav Hananel, they asked Rav Hananel, is it true? Did you really say this? They mamish didn't trust them. Amalohu. So Rav Hananel said, yes, Hachi Rav, I'll tell you what I heard from Rav. Chauzoin nehavandi harehi ke It's treated like goylul yuchsen. Zokti Gemara. That this sheet of... Rav, the Rav Hanan will send the name of Rav. The Rav Ikebar Rabin had sent the name of Rav Hanan will send the name of Rav. The Rabbayu was questioning. So really, it was a controversial area. In fact, Upligi the Rav Abba Bar Kahana. Rav Abba Bar Kahana, he was chaylik on this. I'm Rav Abba Bar Kahana. Maitis, so what's the Pesach that says, Vayanchem. So who's this person that was Yanchem? It's referring to the king of Ashur. So the context is when he took the Aseris Hashvatim into Golos, so he takes the Yidim and he brought them to different areas. So where did he take them? He took them Bachlach to the area of Chalach, Uvechavar, Nargoizon, Vaare Modoy. Says Rab Abba Barkahano, what are these areas? Chalach zu Chalzoin, Chavar zu Hadyav, Nargoizon zu Ginzak, Ore Modoy zu Chamodon, some say Zu Nahavand the Chavreisel. My Chavreisel. What are the Chavreisel? Like the suburbs? Amar Shmuel Krach Mushchi Chuski Verumki. Either way, Amar Rabbi Yochanan is what we need. The Kulon Lubsol. He says any of the cities that were mentioned here are all possible. Now you had over here Chalach. 
which Rabbi Abba Barkana said is Chalzoin, you also had over here Ore Modoy, which some say is Nahavand. And if we're saying that these areas are possible, clearly it's not like Rabbi Ikebarab and said the name of Chanal, said the name of Rab. And also it allows us to understand a little bit why Abaya was so taken aback when he heard this psak, because it's not like Rabbi Eichanan. This was, in fact, a very, very controversial psak. So we mentioned in the course of all these different shtetlach uh, that we've been talking about, the city of Mushchi. And the city of Mushkini. And the Gemara says, if you'd ask me, you would say, Mushki, Hainu Mushkini. Now, if you'd ask me, me, I certainly would say that. But even the Gemara thinks that. Mushki and Mushkini sounds like the same place. So the Gemara has a kasha. What's in the kasha? We said in the beginning of the Sugi, if you remember, that Mushkini is Kagaila. And now we're saying that Mushki is Lepsul. If Mushki and Mushkini is the same place, then Lechari have a steer. And the Gemara says, a posh to Teretz El, you must say, Mushki Lechud, Mushkini this kosolka daitach is only a havamina. It's nish the emes. The emes is there's mushchi and there's mushkini. One is a place that was of good yichus, and the other is a place that was of bad yichus. Either way, the pasuk says utlas il in befuma bein shine. This is a pasuk in Sefer Daniel, and it describes one of the chizyonis, one of the visions that Daniel had. Specifically, he sees a beer. Very, very big, scary, dangerous beer. And this beer had three ribs, plus ilin, ilin are ribs, the puma in its mouth, bein shine in between his teeth. I'm Rabbi Yechanan, it's Rabbi Yechanan said, you want to know what the pisroin to this nevur that Daniel saw was? The beer, as the Gemara is about to talk about, and as we will see Be'ezer Hashem more about in the raid, was an allusion to the... Malchus of Paras, the Persian Empire. And the three ribs that the Persian Empire has in its mouth was three towns that it had under its control. Zuchalzoin, Hadiav, Unitzivan. We're talking about this because Chalzoin is one of them, and we just saw a big machlikis on Iran, whether the people in Chalzoin had good yichos or the people in Chalzoin didn't have good yichos. Now, it says in the Pasik that it was Bepume, but it also says it was Benchine. It was in his mouth, the beer's mouth, and also in between its teeth. What's the significance? Shapam and Boilasan. It's Pepume because sometimes Persia had total control over it. Ke'ilu, it had swallowed it. Upam and Peltasan. But at the same time, it's also in between its teeth because when something's in between your teeth, you don't have full control over it. And there were times it didn't have full control. So this is a, a remez, this Navu is to this phenomena of Chalzin, Hadyav, and Etzivin that sometimes is Bepume and sometimes it's Ben Shinea. So we just mentioned that Daniel had a dream, and in his dream he sees this beast, which was a beer that has three ribs in its mouth and between its teeth. So now we're going to talk a little bit about this beer. So the Pasik says that Daniel saw a second beast, and it's referring to this beer. Tani Rav Rav said, that this beer was a reference to the Persians. Now why the Persians in Daniel's dream a beer? Because the Persians in many ways emulate the beer. They eat and drink like a beer. They're bali basa like a beer. They grow here like a beer. And they never settle down like a beer. Rab Ami, when he would see a Persian who was riding, Omar, he would say, This is a beer that's that's on the move. Only Rebbe the We're going to get back to this. Rebbe told Levi, Harini Parsiim. He said, "Could you show me a, a Persian? Meaning, I want to know what these Persians are like." Amale. So 
Levi told Rebbe, that mom is like the chayolos of Beis David. Fascinating. Because if you want to know what the Persian warriors were like, then mom is like the chayolim of Beis David. In what way? So Rashi says, they were very, very strong. Then Rebbe asked Levi, could you show me the chabarim? So the chabarim, Rashi says, they're mentioned in many places in Shas. So this was a different nation, not the Persians, but in fact, they were very samach to paras. They were actually worse than the Persians. So Rebbe told Levi, could you show me the Chaparim? And he told him, the Mamash like the Malachi Chabala. Then he said, So he told him, They're like the shadim that you see in the Beis HaKisei. Then he said, And he told him, I'm related raid by When Rebbe's soul was about to depart this world, so we know a lot about the Ptiroso Yishal Rebbe, the Gemara and Ksubis, Daf Kuf Gimel, Daf Kuf Dalid. We have a raid bite that this is one of the turning points in history. Dvarim Atikim V'yuduim. But he have a Nichon Nafshi, the Rebbe Omar, he said, Hoimanyo Ikeb Ebovel. He said, there's a town in Bavel that's called Hoimanyo, Kula Aminoi. You should know that all the people that live there, they're from Amoy. As an Amun Umoyo fame, that's where these people are from. Then he said, Misagari There's a town in Bavel that's called Misgario, Kula de Mamzeri. All the people that live there are Mamzerim. Birke Ikebavel, there's a town in Bavel that's called Birke, Shnei Achim. Yeah, she said, You should know there are two brothers there, Shemachlif and Nishoi Seim Zelazeh. And they're Machlif wives with each other. Birsa de Sati Ikebavel, there's a town in Bavel called Birsa de Satya, Hayoim Sor Meachre He said, Today, Mamish Hayoim, they went off the derech. What happened? The Akvi Peribakavi Bishabat. What happened was on Shabbos, so there was a river or some pond where there were a lot of fish and it overflowed. And the Ulam went and they caught all the fish on Shabbos. Now, when they went and caught the fish, they were over. One of the Lamates Molochas, the Moloch of Tzad. Vishamtinu Ravach Rabbi Yoshim. Ravach Rabbi Yoshim put them in Cherim for being over this Isser. And because they were put in Cherim, the Ishtamut, they ended up becoming Mishumadim. Again, a lot of related late bites here. Ayin Shab. Akrida Agma Ikab Abavel. Rabbi continued, and he said there's a town of Abavel called Akrida Agma. And he said, Adabar Abba Yeshba, there's a person there whose name is Adabar Ahava. And Hayoim Yoshev Bechiko Shalavra. You should know that today, He's literally sitting So what does this mean? So Rashi says two pshatim. One pshat Rashi says is that he was nichnas lebrisoi shalavram avinu. Another pshat that is said is that today he died, and being that he died, he's considered to be bechekoy shalavram. Now, what does dying have to do with being bechekoy shalavram? So I am the marsha, and it's based on the Gemara in Erevin Daf Yutesim and Alpha. The Gemara says that when a person dies, Avram Avinu is yoshev at the entranceway of Gehenim, and he makes sure that any person is Gemalit is not going to enter Gehenim. But either way, that was He continued, and he said, this is all Rabbi talking, Today, Rabbi Yehuda was born in Babel. This is the rest of the story. When Rabbi Akiva was Nifter, Rabbi was born. Pashtun means on the same day. That's what we need. Right? Rebbe said, Ayoyim Noilad Rav Yehuda, on the day that he died, that's Kishamais Rebbe Noilad Rav Yehuda. Kishamais Rav Yehuda, Noilad Rav. Kishamais Rav, Noilad Rav Ashi, Lulamedcha, and the significance of this is, Shein Tzadik Niftam and Oilam, Achin Niver Tzadik Kamoisa. Tzadik doesn't leave this world until another Tzadik that's Kamoisa is born. Shein Ever the Pasuk says, Vizarach Hashemesh, 
Uva Hashemesh. So that before Uva Hashemesh, before the sun sets, the Zarech Hashemesh, the sun is already shining. In fact, as I'll say, that before the sun of Eli was extinguished, Zarech Hashemesh, the sun of Shmuel Aramasi rose. Remember, the Pasuk says, Venerally Kim, Terem Yichbe, Ushmul Shoichev. So before the Nerali Kim, that Shimshoy Shal Eli was Yichbe, was extinguished, it was already Ushmul Shoichev, it was. Zorcha Shimshoy Shel Shmuel. Tziva Hashem Liyakov, Svivav Tzorov. So, what does this Pasik mean? This is a Pasik in Eicha. So, clearly, it's saying something very, very bad. Tziva Hashem Liyakov, Svivav Tzorov. Rabbi Yudam Rabbi Yudam says, Kigoyin Haimonia, Wafum Naharani. A marshal of this would be the town of Haimonia towards the Yidden that were living in Pum Nahara. Now this is based on one of the things that Rebbe said, Bishas Petirasai. So Rebbe said, what was the first thing that Rebbe said? Haimonyo Ikebebavel Kula Amoinahi. So apparently Haimonyo was near a Jewish area. And when Rebbe said that the people that live there are from Amoin, essentially what he was saying is that the Yidden are flanked by Amoin. That mom is bordering Amoin. Now with Yidin, we're in the Midbar, right? Amoin was right there. So history repeats itself. That just like Amoin was always next to Eretz Yisrael, or next to the Yidin, giving them Tzoros, so now this would be the same way. And that's Tziva Hashem Yaakov Sviv of Right, you hear the Oymek of the Pasuk? Klai Yisrael goes to Gauls. Okay, so at least the enemies that they have in Eretz Yisrael, they're not going to have now because they're in Gauls. That's what the Pasuk is saying. Tziva Hashem liyakoyv, Sviv of Tzarev, that even though you're in Gauls and Echa Yashva Bada, that everybody was sent away. Oh, but the Tzarev that you had in Eretz Yisrael, that's going to come with you. And the Amoinim Amamish in Bavel, together with the Yidin, that's what this Gauls was. Right? Gauls Bavel, because the people of Hermania, you should know they're from Amoin. And that element of being in Eretz Yisrael, that's something that they still had. Zok to Gemara. Vayihi kihinovi uplatyo ben benayo meis. So this is a, a pasik in Sefer Yecheskel. So Yecheskel says that I was saying Nevoa, right? Yecheskel talking. Vayihi kihinovi and the Nevoa was that there was a person whose name was Platio ben benayo he died. And when I heard that he died for Epel Aponai I literally fell down. And I gave a geshrei for and I said Aha Hashem Eloikim. So, Yecheskel talking, I had a Nevoah, who Platyo ben Benayah died, and he talks about how he reacted. Naturally, Rav Shmuel argued as it relates to why was it that Yecheskel reacted so dramatically when he heard about the, the death of Platyo ben Benayah. Chadama once said, the reason he reacted this way was because Platyo was a tzaddik. He was a very, very good person. And this Gishrai was out of pain that he couldn't believe that someone that was a tzaddik like him would have died the way he died. The Chadam and the other one said, it's just the opposite. It's because he was very bad and he was taken aback over the fact that he died but in a very peaceful way. He didn't die in a very, very dramatic way. So the Gemara says like this, man, I'm a little the man, the man that says Platyo was good. What's the rest of the story? Kihot, the istander of the Meishan, chasin the Vuchanetzer Habos. The Gemara tells a story. The governor of Meishan, he was an edim of Nebuchadnezzar. Chasin the Vuchanetzer Habos. He was mamish chasin the Benazir of Nebuchadnezzar. Sholach leis, this governor, the edim, sends his shven Nebuchadnezzar. He tells him, Kuli hai shivi da isis loch, loy shadu sot the koi, come on. He just took a whole bunch of Jews into captivity. So 
this is Sorka Chorbin Mayas Rishon, right? Between when the first Jews were taken into exile and Besamikdash was destroyed, this is all taking place around that time. So he says, you took all these Jewish people with you into exile and you didn't send us anybody. So when Nebuchadnezzar heard that the Eden was asking him so nicely, he said, Boy, me Israel. He says, no problem, I'm going to send you Yedin. I'm going to send you Yedin. So said to Nebuchadnezzar, he said, He was a Yid. And he says, we're Chashev, right? We're the Jews. We are of a certain status. It would be more befitting and appropriate for us to serve you. You're the king. We're going to go serve the king's son-in-law. He says, We have Avadim. All the Avodim Knanim, why don't you send them near instead? And when Bukhanetza heard that, he was Makabal, and the Yidin ended up staying in Bavel, where to a certain degree they were able to thrive. There were yeshivas, there were things happening there, as opposed to ending up by the Edom of Bukhanetzah, where they would have been Avodim. So for Omar Novi, so the Novi Chesko, when he heard the Plateau died, he said, Misha also told me Israel, he did something so good, he might have saved the Jews. So does it make sense? Is it befitting that he should die? prematurely, and this is the reason that Yechesko reacted the way he reacted. So this is the Mandam of If Platyo did something good, what was the good thing that he did? He was the one that got Nebuchadnezzar to keep the Yidin in Babel, not to send him to his Edim, to end up being Gavadim, Dart, and Amashan, which would not have been a good thing. Mandam the one that says that he had done something bad. So what was the bad thing? So this is based on another Pasuk in Yechesko. It says, So again, Yechesko has an Avua, and all of a sudden a wind comes and it lifts him up and it brings him to the Shar Beis Hashem Hakad Moini. It brings him to the eastern gate of the Beis HaMikdash. Hapoine Kodimo which naturally faced the east. So he comes to the entranceway and there were 25 people. And I looked at the 25 people and amongst them I saw Yaznuya Ben Azur that's Platyo Ben Ben So he's the, the subject of the Gemara we're learning right now. So he's one of the two people that Chizkiyo, that Yecheskel, recognizes amongst these 25 people. Sorry, um, and these were all sorry, um. Because if the Pasuk says, Vayobi Yosiel, Chatzar Beis Hashem HaPnimis, Vine Pesach Heichel Hashem, Beinu Ulam Ubein HaMezbeach, Ke'esrim V'chamisha Ish. So he says, I went now to the area that was between the Ulam and the Heichel, and there were 25 people, it's the same 25 people, their backs were facing the Hechel, and their faces were facing Mizrach. So their backs are to Mayriv, that's the Hechel, that's the Kedosh HaKadoshim, and their face is facing Mizrach. Now, the Gemara says, if their faces were towards the east, so naturally their backs were towards the west. Why does the Pasuk have to go out of its way to say that their backs were towards the west, towards the Hechel, we learn from this, that these 25 people took off their clothing, and they literally defecated themselves in that area, and the idea was, because they knew that's what the Kedosh HaKadoshim was, that's what the Shrina was. So they did something so terrible. These 25 people just committed one of the most disgusting acts imaginable. And one of the 25 people is Platyo ben Benayo. Then, Yechaskel hears that Platyo died. 
and he died mamish kemisus kaladam. Vakamar navi. So when the navi heard that, he reacted and he said, Misha asa hara azoyis biyisrael yamos almitasay. Is it befitting that someone that did something so bad he should die almitasay? And that's the version of the story that Yecheskel's reacting to the death of Pladio, not because he's a good guy, but because he's a bad guy. And his reaction is, I can't imagine someone who did something so terrible. Somehow he didn't get taken revenge from in this world, and he was able to die a very, very peaceful death. Either way, so we have the story here of Platyo ben Benoya. We still have to figure out why we're talking about this. We'll get to that in one second. And this Platyo ben Benoya died. Yechezkel sees it in Nevuah. And we have a machleik is Rav and Shmuel, where the Platyo is a good guy, and Yechezkel's reaction is, I can't believe someone so good died Bechatziyamov, or Platyo is a bad guy, and he can't believe that somebody who's so bad should have died Al Mitasai. But what we don't know is who said what. Which one of these two members is Rav, and which one of these two members is Shmuel? So we don't have to go to the Sefer Shem Loilam. That's always the disclaimer for Abruv and Margolis, because the Gemara does the math for us. Says the Gemara, to stay in the Shmuel, I can prove to you that Shmuel is the one. That said, Lerah. I mean, Shmuel's the one that said that he was a bad guy. And the reason that Yechesko reacted the way he reacted was is because he thought that his death was not befitting Asnagra Yisrael. What's the Raya? The Raya is based on Sugis here in Asar Yuchsen. And this is why we're talking about this. I send the name of Shmuel. Mushkini Harehi Kigadul Yuchsen. He said, Mushkini is treated like Gadul Yuchsen, meaning good Yichos. Mishan. Even though we saw Mishon was a questionable place. But Shmuel said Mishon, there was no chashash. Not Mishon Avdus, Loi Mishon Amzeris. The reason there was an issue there was because Kaihanim It's because the Kaihanim that were there, they were in Makbid with regards to marrying Grushas. Meaning they married Grushas. But other than that, there's no chashash Avdus. And there's no chashash Mamzeris. What is their chashash? Chalos. Because if you're worried about. Kayana marrying Grusha, is that something you would have to worry about? So what's the Gemara saying? If you're going to tell me that Shmuel's the one that holds, that Platyo gave the Eitz and Nebuchadnezzar, instead of sending the Yidin to Mishan, you should send the Avadim to Mishan. So how could Shmuel the Shittasai say, Eimei Mishom Avdos? Lechayr, there were for sure Avadim over there. Sniff to Avadim there, say, if it's Kesoyos Nikir, there's no Avadim there beside there. But it's not possible. So we're backing into a Shtikl time. We have no Raya whether Shmuel held of Platyo or didn't hold the Platyo. But we know that Shmuel held that Mishon was aimed by Mishum Avdus, and if he held that Platyo was a good guy, then there would have been Avadim, because that was the Toiva that the Gemara was able to demonstrate Platyo. Then must be by process of elimination, if we check out this option, so the only option left is to say that Platyo is really the raw. So the Gemara says, Testayim, the Shmuel, the Amalur of the Gemara says, No, it's not. Really, I'll tell you that Shmuel holds the Toivo. Shmuel to me. And the reason Shmuel held that even though Platyo gave him the Eitz of a Kachav, that all the Avadim should end up going in Mishon, but Shmuel's the Shitasai. The Amar who holds a Mafkir, Abda Yosel, the Cheres, and it's Arkit Shechur. Shmuel held the Hashit and Parakashi Leah, that if somebody has an Evid Kanani, even though he has not just Kinyan Momen, he has Kinyan Isser also, if he's Mafkir him is Yotzel Cheres, and he doesn't need to get Shechur for the Kinyan Isser, should never call Evid Ish, Miknas Kesev, Evid Ish, Veloy Evid Ish, right? Evid Ish, what does that mean? So Shmuel Darshan, an Evid, that's an Evid of an Ish, meaning the master wasn't Mafkarim, he's an Evid. The point is that when these Avadim Kananian 
were taken away from the Jews in Babel and they were sent to Mishain. So what do you think the Yidin did? They were all Miyayish. Yish is Mitam Hefker. It's as if Hamafker Avdai, Hamafker Avdai Yatzalacher, so by the time they got it, they were free people. What happens when an Evid Kanani is freed? As a Yid, as a result, there's no Psula Yichos. If there's no Psula Yichos, this is not something you have to worry about. One last Gemara, Amr Abidamash Shmuk. Zu Divrei Rameir. Why? What's Divrei Rameir? Up until now, we've been saying that everywhere, all the different Aratzos, questionable Yichos. In fact, Kol Aratzos, Esau, Eretz Yisrael. Eretz Yisrael is already a place where you could assume good Yichos, but even that is Esau Lebovel. Bovel is the Spitz. Within Bavel, you have Chavel Yama, and then you have the Tcheles of Chavel Yama. But the point is that all that rot says you have to be worried. So Rabbi Huda said in the name of Shmuel, Rameir held that way. Zudiv Rameir. Aval Chachamim, Rameir, the Chachamim said, Kol Arotzais, Becheskas, Kashrus, Heim, Oymdois. All that rot says are really Becheskas, Kashrus. Amei Mashorale, the Rapuna Bar Nason, Lamintsav, Itzamim, Mechoizi Yosa. Amei Mashorale, allowed Rapuna Bar Nason to marry someone from the town of Mechuza. Who was the Rav of Mechuza? Rav was the famous Rav of Mechuza. But he allowed him to marry someone from Mechuza. I'm Rav Ashi. So Rav Ashi told him, I daitech. What's your thinking? Probably because Rav Yudah said the name of Shmuel Dovri Rameir. That even though Mechuza is outside the boundaries of where it's Kesoyos Nekiah, but probably you hold that it's only a Das Yachim Rameir that questioned all the Aratzas. But you hold, but he told him, that's, Pshat, I don't understand. In the yeshiva of Kahana, they didn't say over this halacha, meaning that Shmuel said, I don't know, I went to Rav Kahana's yeshiva, I never heard this member. And then I went to Rav Papa's yeshiva, they don't know this member of Shmuel. And I'll tell you, Rav Zvid also they didn't say this. Meaning, you're basing it on the fact that you have a Messiah, that this is what Shmuel said. All the Babylonian yeshivas, they're all Talmidim of of the Rashka Bahag Shmuel, no one has this member. Say, if it's true that Shmuel says, would there be Rameir? So good. Number one, we know we almost never pass like Rameir, and then it would be Yochid Rabbin. So in Chloe Apsak, it'd be very easy to neglect this. But I don't know. I've been to a lot of Choshev Yeshivas. I never heard of such a Messiah. Where are you getting this from? So after I may heard this from Abashi, Sok the Gemara, I feel like he didn't care. Why? Because he heard this. From Rab Zvid and Aharda, meaning as opposed to the Rab Zvid that was mentioned in the previous Gemara, and being that he heard it from Rab Zvid and Aharda, he felt that it was MS, and if this is what he was Makabo, since for that reason he went along with that exhale. So as it relates to Ray, today's daf was clearly a technical daf. There's a lot of types of technical sugis and chas. Geography of Bavel definitely ranks high as it relates to technicalities. But Vasas Negeya. Today's raid, Dover Beitai Matoiv. So the Gemara mentioned the Chizoyin, the Maranavua that Daniel had. So Daniel, in Sefer Daniel, has a, a dream. He has a Chizoyin, he has a Navua. And in the Navua, he sees four very, very powerful beasts. And the Psukim elaborate on the specifics of the Navuas. And Daniel understood that these four beasts that he saw represented the four nations that would subjugate and control and take the Yidin into Galos. The second beast that Daniel saw was a beer. And the Gemara says that the beer that Daniel saw in his dream, Elu Parsim, was referring to the Persians. 
And the reason the Persians were depicted as a beer is because they ate and drank like a beer, they were bali basar like a beer, and they grew here like a beer, and they never rest just like a beer. In fact, Rav Ami, when he would see a parsadarachet, when he would see a Persian that was riding, he would refer to him as a dubanaita, a beer that's on the move. And it was based on the chizayin, on the nevuah of Daniel, where he saw the king of Paras as a beer. So just to talk a little bit about the malchus of Paras. The Gemara, this is one of the most famous Gemaras in Chas. The Gemara says, in the end of days, maybe Akadosh Baruch Hu say for Torah, Umanicha bechekai. Akadosh Baruch Hu is going to bring a say for Torah, Umanicha bechekai. Va'omer, and he's going to say, Misha asak ba yavav yital schari. Any person that was Isaac in the Torah, now's the time to come cash it. Come get your reward. Niyad miskapsunu bam uvdei kechavim baravuvia. So the Gemara says, all the uvdei kechavim are going to come baravuvia. Shenemar, as the Pasik says, Kol ha-goyim nikbitsu yachad. Amalam HaKadosh Baruch Hu, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to tell them, Atich nesulafane barvuvya. Don't come barvuvya. Elo tikkone is called umma v'umma v'soifreha. But rather, each umma should come independently. And the Gemara goes on, and the Gemara tells us a little bit about how this is going to play itself out. The Gemara says, Miyad nichnes malchus roimi. Roimi is going to enter l'fnei HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And they're going to say, We were Isaac and Taira. Really? You were Isaac and Tyra? You weren't Isaac and Tyra. So they're going to say, it's true, we weren't Isaac and Tyra. However, Harbi Shvakim Takninu, Harbi Merchatsois Asinu, Harbi Kesavizov Herbinu, Vukulam Loyasinu, Elabishvili Shal, Kadeji is Askavatira. It's true, we didn't sit with Gemaras and Horava over the Avayas, the Abayavarab. But at the same time, we did so many incredible things that all the things that we did do was to facilitate and allow the Yidden to be able to learn Tyra. Amalam Kadesh Baruchu, Sakadesh Baruchu is going to tell Raimi, Shaitim Shabaoilam, you fools, call Masha Asisim, Lutzarek Atzmechem Asisim. Everything that you did, you did for yourself. You know why you wanted to have streets. That has nothing to do. That is mine anyways. Either way, he said, They're going to go out. So you do what the Briskarov said. What should the Ebishter have said? They were partial liars. They're not just Shaitim Shabbat So the Briskarov and Parshas Beresha said, The truth is, that they were telling the truth. Why? Because Bereshus Bar Lekim as Hashemayim v'Sa'aretz Bereshus Bishvul Yisrael and anything that anybody does in the world is Bishvul Yisrael. And Fakat the Rav said that that's why the Roimi is going to chap lost and love that they have a way out. They're going to come and they're going to realize that everything that happened happened for Klai Yisrael. So they're going to say, "Look at that! Without us, the winter been a Klai Yisrael." So the Eibush is going to say. Not Shakranim, because the Taka telling the truth. You fools, you know that's not why you did it. You did it for different reasons. Either way, the Gemara says, after Raimi leaves, Paris is going to come in. And it's going to be Vachayza Vachalila, literally rinse and repeat. They're going to come in, they're going to say, we did this, we did that. Davish is going to say, It's very nice you did all these things. And it's true, now you know the Ephes, that everything was for Klai Yisrael, but you know that wasn't your Kavana. And again, they're going to leave the Pachir. Nefesh, and the Gemara says, this is what's going to go on with all the different nations. Why is it that the Gemara speaks out exactly what the time of Roimi and Paras are going to be, but doesn't speak out what the time of all the other nations are going to be? And the Gemara says, the reason is, Mishum, 
because these two nations are going to be players at the time that Mashiach is going to come. They're going to be very active in current events. And because they are going to be active at that time, so it's for that reason, being that it's Moshchi Malchusayu, so it's for that reason they're singled out because at that time they are going to be in a position of power. It's clear in the Gemara that Paras, the Persian kingdom, is going to be in a position of power at the time that Mashiach is going to come. In fact, the Gemara says in Masech Yuma Daf Yud Aleph, Tanya Nami Hachi, Asida Paras Shetipa Biyad Roimi. Paras, in the end of days, Asida means Mamish at the time the Mashiach is going to come, there's going to be a war between Paras and Roimi, these two nations that are mentioned here in Avodazar that base, and Paras ultimately is going to fall into the hands of Roimi. Again, Paras is going to be a very important player. The Emesis is a Medrash. This Medrash is an Eicha. I'm sorry, it's an Esther Rabba, Parsha Aleph, Yud Ches. It's on the words, Chel Paras Umadar. Zok, the Medrash, Paras. Paras. Why is Persia called Paras? Shnekibla as a Malchus Prusais. The reason is because it received its Malchus in pieces. Echa bimei Trada, the Echa bimei Adarkion, the Echa Lasulavai. Paras received its Malchus in pieces. Meaning, Paras wasn't a. Always a mighty empire, but the Utkufis that it was given that it can be mighty, it came and then it left, then it came again, it left again three times. The third time is Lasa Lavoy. So you see that Paras is going to be a player when it's going to be a player Lasa Lavoy. Could be, you can add to this. The Gemara says in Masechtis Brachis, Daf Yud Gimel Amir Aleph, Zok the Gemara, Hinini Oisa Chadasha Ato Titzmach. Tani Rav Yosef Zu Mulchemes Goygum Magi. It's referring to Mulchemes Goygum Magi. There was a person that was traveling. And as he was traveling, he came face to face with a wolf. And he was saved from the wolf. And wherever he went, he sat down at a kid that she had the best story to tell. He looked a zev in the eye and he was able to be saved. This person continued walking, and all of a sudden he pumps into an Ari, and he was saved again. So instead of talking about the Zev, now he was talking about the Ari. After he encountered the Ari, he encountered a Nachash. And he was saved from that. So he forgot what happened with his encounter with the Zev and with the Ari, and the only thing that he was thinking about was the Nachash. And the only thing he was talking about was the Maise Nachash. Says the Gemara, what's the Nimshal Af? There's going to be a day when a Yid is going to sit down and he's going to be Mesaper, not Be'itzias Mitzrayim, but he's going to be Mesaper with the Nisim and the Flois that are going to happen just like this person once was talking about the wolf and the lion. But when he was Nitzel from the Nachash, he stopped talking about the wolf and the lion. That was already old news. He had much bigger and better to talk about. Klai Yisrael is the same thing. Yeah, now we sit at down at the Seder table and we talk about the Ten Makis and we talk about Kriyas Yamsev and we talk about the Mon and the Be'er but there's going to be a time where the Ebesh is going to show us Nifloos that are going to be so not Shaykh that we're not going to talk about it's going to be the Tzoros Achroinus on the Shaykhs Tzorishoinus but the Yeshua that's going to come from the Tzoros Achroinus is going to overwhelm we're going to talk about how we were saved from the Nachash this is a Gemara at the very end of the first parakim of Sechtis Brachis Daf Yud Gimel but I'll tell you something fascinating Hoistus and Abay Dazar, that base, Amid base, Ayin Sham, 
Toich Dvarov quotes this Gemara. And when he quotes the Gemara, this is the way Titus quotes the Gemara. That this person was walking and he encountered a Ze'ev. And he was Nitzel. And he was talking about it. Until he continued walking and he encountered an Ari. And then he was Nitzel from the Ari. And all he talked about was the fact that he was Nitzel from the Ari. He continued walking and he encountered a Doiv. And he was Nitzel from the Doiv. And that's the only thing that he talked about. I saw Rabruva Margolis in a safe in the Tzayt Sayar. A Mesech Tzavoy Zara says that if you look at the Gemara in Brachas Tafiv Gimel, Kivegin Gilean Ashas already says this. If you look in the Gemara in Brachas Tafiv Gimel of an Alf, it's not the Gersa that we have. The last animal that this person encounters in the Moshul is not the Doiv. The last animal that he encounters is the Nochosh. It's the snake. It's Muchach. The Tois had a different Gersa. Tois must have the Gersa beer, not snake. And he says that he found in the Girsa from Rabbi Yehuda Chassid in an art, that he also had the Girsa died. And he says, it's Pasha to him, that there were many Rishonim, we always take Rabbi Margolis' word for it when it comes to these in Yonim, that there were many Rishonim that had the Girsa, that not Paga Nachash, he was Paga B'Doyv. And if that's the case, it could be there's such an oymek here in this mashal. Because this mashal is describing Achas Ayom, and this is the end. The end is, Klai Yisrael is going to go up against a doiv. And they're going to be saved from the doiv, and they're going to talk about the nisan that they were zoichet to when they were saved from the doiv. Who was the doiv in Daniel's nevuah? The doiv was Paras. And this is mamish, in line with the Gemara by the Zorada face, that Paras is Malchus is going to be Nimshach until Pius Gael Tzedek. And it's in line with the Gemara in Yumadaf Yuramadalaf. With the Gemara says, I see the Parashatipa Piad Roimi. And it's in line with the Medjish in Esther Rabbo, where it says, Loman Nikoshma Paras, Mipnesh, Kibos, Amalchus, Prusos, Prusos. And the last Prusos was La'asad Lavi. So La'asad Lavi, Ba'achasayom, the last Tzara that Kla Yisrael is going to have to encounter is going to be through who? It's going to be through the Persian Empire. It's going to be through Paras. And being that it's going to be through Paras, so it's for that reason, in the Moshal here in the Gemara, in the Sechtes Brach, it's not you give a lot of It's mamish the Moshal for this. The Nimshal is Achus And what's the Moshal? Paga B'doiv. Because that's where it ends. It ends with the Doiv. It's going to end with Paras. And it's going to end with the Doiv. That's who Paras is in the dream of, and in the Navua of Daniel. And that's maybe, maybe, Lulay de Mistafina, Pshat in that Girsa, why at the very end he was Paga B'doiv. But one thing is clear. That Ba'achas Hayom and La'asad Lavoi, the nation that is going to give Kai Yisrael Tsaris, that's going to have to fall in order to usher in the Geula Asida, is going to be Paras. Paras is modern day Iran. And it's clear that Chazal were prophesizing for the end of days and letting us know the Mashiach is going to come and the way Mashiach is going to come is through the downfall of Paras. But I just want to be more one thing. And again, of course, the disclaimer is this is all way, 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 way above my pay grade. But just, there was one Eidol Ha'ar that I had. And that is, the Balaturim, the very, very end of Parshas Chayisar. The last passage of Parshas Chayisar is, Vayishkenu mechavilo adshur asher al pnei mitzrayim bayacha ashura al pnei kol echav nafal. That's literally the last words of Parshas Chayisar. Parshas told us begins, Elo told us Yitzchak ben Avram, Avram hoyled us Yitzchak. Zok the Balaturim, the last pasuk in Parshas Chayisar is, Al pnei kol echav nafal. The first pasuk in Parshas told us is, the Elo told us Yitzchak ben Avram. Says the Balaturim, Al pnei kol echav nafal, the Sabbath, the Elo told us Yitzchak, Loi melecha, Kishayipal yishmo ba'achas hayonu. 
that it's when Yishmol is going to fall, Ba'achas HaYomim. Al Pnei Kolech of Nafal is referring to Yishmol. Take a look at the Pesukim. It's when Yishmol is going to fall, Ba'achas HaYomim. Oz Yitzmach Ben David. That's when Ben David is going to come. Shehum he told us Yitzchak. Who's from the told us of Yitzchak. So, Ela told us Yitzchak when? Al Pnei Kolech of Nafal. It's going to be when Yishmol is going to fall. When Yishmol is going to have a Mapola. That's, that's when, that's when told us Yitzchak, that's when Mashiach is going to come. In other words, Mashiach is going to come when Yishmol has a downfall. The Makar to this Balaturin is a Pirkut Rebeliezer. It's Pirkut Rebeliezer, Perik Lamed, Ayin Shom. In Pirkut Rebeliezer it says that it's when Yishmol has a Mapolo that Mashiach is going to come. The truth is, is that this is an Indian that's brought down in the Zayra Kodesh. The Zayra Kodesh is in Parshas Va'era. It's Taflamid Bez Amaral. The Zohar says, Pasach Rabchia Va'amar. Rabchia said, Vatihi Sarai Akara in Lovlat. These Psukim are so powerful now. So Sarai was an Akara in Lovlat. This week's Parsha. Says the Zohar Kodesh, Vai Alda. This fact that Sarai was an Akara in Ein Lovlat, so said Rabchia, Vai Alda. This is so terrible. We don't realize that this Posik here is the most painful Posik maybe in the whole Torah. Why? Vai Alahu Zimna, Da'ilidas Hagalishmal. It's because Vati Sarai Akara in Lovlat. So what happened? So what happened was. Avram ends up taking Hagar. And what happens when Avram takes Hagar? So it's because of this. It's because that he's sorry, Akara in Lovlad, that Posak Rabchian, he said, This, this Posak is so terrible. Because this is ultimately what caused everything to happen. And the Zoya Mamish goes and it explains the whole thing. He says, Why is this Posak so terrible? I hear. So Hagar has a child, but Sarai ends up having a child. She ends up having Yitzchak. The Havala brought Gizah Kadisha. Right? Fakert, Kibi Yitzchak, Yikar Lechazer. Amalei, Sneh, he told him, At Chame, Va'ano Chamino. At Chame, you're looking at the mile of Yitzchak. That Sarai was Eichatu. Abba Va'ano Chamino, I'm looking at something else. I'm looking at the Chesarin and all the terrible that came about through Yishmael. And then he said, Va'hochi Shamanu Mipume Dereb Shem and Mivu. So I'm going to tell you what I heard from the mouth of the Heilig Reb Shem Ba'yichoi. And it's because of this I'm crying. Reb Shem Ba'yichoi said, zimna. How terrible was that time to begin the Saris Akfas? Because Sarah couldn't have children. That it's because of that possible. I heard it from Rabshim Baychoi's mouth. This is what I heard. That this Pasik was a very, very terrible Pasik. And then the Zayr continues, and the Zayr says, Vavram Amar. Avram Avinu Davin for Yishmael in this week's parsha. What did he say? Lu Yishmael Yichya Lefanecha. Zok the Zayif. Afag after Kutsha Berichu have him a vasalei Yitzchak. Even though the Eibushter had already told Avram Avinu, you're going to have a Yitzchak. So why do you have to Davin for Yishmael? He told him he's going to have a Yitzchak, but his Dabak Avram be Yishmael. Avram Avinu had a certain dveikus be Yishmael. The Ramban talks about it. At the Kutsha Berichu Osevle until the Eibushter had no choice. But he had to answer the tefillah of Avram Avinu. And he told him, Uli Yishmol Shematicha. 
I heard your tefillah with regards to Yishmol. The Basar Izgizar. Afterwards, Yishmol had a brismila, the old Bekaima Kadisha. And because of that, he was Nichnas to an Oispris Kodesh, and he got that before Yitzchak was even born. And the Zoyer continues, and the Zoyer says that it's because of this phenomena that Avram Avinu felt the Dveikus to Yishmol, and he davened for him. And the Ebishness said these words, Uli Yishmol Shematicha, I'm accepting your tefillahs. Of what? Of Lu Yichya Yishmol. And not just that, he was Nichnas Pa'ispris Kodesh. So it's for that reason that Yishmol had certain schusen. And it's for that reason he has certain shlita on Eretz Yisrael. And the Zoyer says that when the Yidin were away from Eretz Yisrael during this man of Golas, Yishmol had a certain kayach to be there. And it's all a dank. It's all because of this Indian. You know, Reuben Ragolas wrote a pirish on the Zoyer HaKadosh. And this pirish on the Zoyer HaKadosh, on this Zoyer, he tells Sua another Zoyer. This Zoyer is in Parshish Vayigash. This Zoyer is mamash scary. The Zoyer says like this, The Pasim says, Ki ato avinu. Like Klai Yisrael turns to the Ebeshto, Ki ato avinu, Ki avram lo yodonu, Vi Yisrael lo yakiranu. Right? Avram lo yodonu. So the Gemara Masech the Shabbos, the famous Gemara says about this possible loss of love, the Ebeshto is not going to know what to do with Klai Yisrael, and Avram Avinu is going to say, listen, if Klai Yisrael doesn't deserve it, you machok tushu shemecho. Ki avram lo yodonu. So zok de zoyer. Ki avram lo yodonu. You can't even say this. Says de zoyer. Deho afal gaf debe kiyuma da alma. Even though Avram Avinu is the aside of the whole world, right? The world stands on Midas Achesed. Oylem Chesed Yibane. Avram Avinu is the Midas Achesed. Abelo Ishtadol Alon. Afal Pikein. Avram Avinu in the end of days is not going to daven for Klal Yisrael. Kamod Ishtadol Al Yishmol. The way he daven for Yishmol. The Omer Lu Yishmol Yichriel Lefanecha. And that's what Klai Yisrael mean when they say, Ki Avram Yodanu, that there was a certain tefillah that Avram Avinu had for Yishmael that he didn't have for Klai Yisrael. But the bottom line is, is says the Zoyer, that Avram Avinu davened, he said, Lu Yishmael and that's why Yishmael has a murder Gekayach. And they do, and they have a certain shlit on Eretz Yisrael because they have shaykhs to the Oispris Kodesh because of the Brismila. But at the same time, says the Zoyer, stating that, Bezimnim Bnei Yishmael, Yishmael is going to come in the end of days. Using their koyach that they have, la'asara krovim takifim ba'alma, and they're going to make big mulchamas in the world. U'lisganche b'nei edam alayo. And they're going to cause the b'nei edam to enter this war. V'yisorim krovabahu. And this war is going to happen on three fronts. Chad al-yama, v'chad al-yabeshta, v'chad somali Yerushalayim. V'yishnutun ilayim b'ilayim, but ultimately, Ara Kadisha is not going to be given over to Bnei Adam. I'm skipping a little bit. Klai Yisrael is going to get rid of the Bnei Yishmael. And they're going to defeat Yishmael in, in the Oilobos, on the Malach level, on the Mazel level. And there's going to be no Kayach. In the world, that's Lamaila el Chelo di Yisrael b'Chaydai. Only the Chelo of Yisrael. Hadol d'Chsev Hashem Tzilcha Yadim Inecha. Begin the Shmo Kadisha biyamino. Vayraisa biyamino. Valdo biyamino Talia Koylo. Svitanin on the boy l'skafa v'chulu v'chunu miminu eshto islamoi hoshir yemincha v'aneni ubahuzim l'ksev. Regarding that time, it says ki az epaychel amim sofa brura likroy kulam b'shem Hashem l'avdish kemechad uksev ayoyma hu yashem echad uksev ayoyma hu yashem echad baruch Hashem l'oylam amim. This is a zayim parish. That in the end of days, how is Klai Yisrael going to come about? Klai Yisrael is going to come about by taking down Yishmol. There's going to be a war. It's going to happen on three fronts. Fascinating things. I'm just reading Divrei Chazal. But Al-Kopanim 
So you see that the Achris the war is going to play out. The Sheikh is going to come how? It's going to be Al Pnei Kol Echov Nafal, and that's going to usher in the Elu Toldus Yitzchak Ben Avram, Avram Hoyledus Yitzchak. In other words, we have this idea that the Achris it's going to be Paras. It's going to be Iran that's going to be the player that's going to have to fall in order for us to be Zoycheta, the Elu Toldus Yitzchak Ben Avram. Mitzat Sheni, you find it's Yishma. It's Yishma. Literally, and the Zayra Kodesh is clear; it's going to be a shmo. So, is it paras or is it yishma? So, I think an easy answer would be Hainu paras, Hainu yishma. Right? It certainly sounds like Hainu mushki, Hainu mushkini. Today's now Hainu paras, Hainu yishma. Oh, it's a toys. It's not so posh. I won't say it's a toys, but it's not so posh. And the reason it's not so posh is because. We know that Klai Yisrael, the Meshech HaGolos, had to go to four Goliaths. And the four Goliaths are documented in Chazal in so many different places. It was Golos Bavel, it was Golos Paras Umadai, it was Golos Yavon, and it was Golos Edoim. Then this is, this Machloikis Rishonim, if the fourth Golos was really Golos Edoim, or maybe the fourth Golos was Golos Yishmael. That when Ezra says that the fourth Golos is really Golos Yishmael, the Ramban, in an art, writes about what the Evan Ezra said, that the Evan Ezra is making a toys. He says, Rabbeinu Avram nishtabish bozeh, v'hichnis bohem malchus yishmol. He said that the fourth golos is malchus yishmol. And the reason he said that is, kinof al pachton olof. It's because he was very afraid of them. V'ta'an, he felt, v'eich loiti mona malchus gudoylo v'atsuma kamoya. But says Ramban, v'zu atayna michesrein das. It's really a mistake. So it's a machloik, it's Ramban and Evan Ezra. Evan Ezra says that it was yishmol. But according to the Ramban, it really, really wasn't. In other words, according to the Ramban, which is the sheet of all the Rishonim, that Yishmol is not even one of the four Goliaths. So who kupt Yishmol? Who is Yishmol then? Yishmol is not a Goliath? You mean to tell me there's no such thing as, as Goliath Yishmol? That's a very hard thing to understand. So I'll tell you what Dovah Niflet, the Reb Chaim Vital said. Reb Chaim Vital said that we know that Klai Yisrael had to go through four Goliaths. And the four Goliaths were shown to Daniel, today's daf. And he saw them as four different chayas, four different animals. Said Reb Chaim Vital that Yishmol was not one of them. And the reason Yishmol was not one of them is because Yishmol is not a chaya. Yishmol is an Adam. The Pasuk says, V'hu pera Adam. And he says, even though we know Atem kruyim Adam, ve'in umois sa'olam kruyim Adam, that's true for the Shara umois. But Yishmol, it's not true. And the reason it's not true for Yishmol is because Yishmol is mahu. And because he has the mitzvah of Mila, so therefore he's an autumn. Now, Rabbi Chaim Vital said his Mila is an incomplete Mila. They have Mila, but they don't have Priya. And as a result, although he's Adam, but he's only Pera Adam. But a Gemar Adam, that's something he's not. But the reason Daniel didn't see him as one of the Chayas is because he's not a Chaya. It's because he's really an Adam. So said Rabbi Chaim Vital, the four Malchias and the four Goliaths, these were four Chayas, like Daniel saw in his dream. But Yishmol was different. Yishmol was an Adam. And then he said that Dovin HaMelech says, Shir HaMalis L'Dovid, Lulei Hashem Shehoyo Lanu Yoimano Yisrael, Lulei Hashem Shehoyo Lanu Bekum Aleinu Adam. He said two tefillahs. The first tefillah was, Lulei Hashem Shehoyo Lanu Yoimano Yisrael, Lulei Hashem Shehoyo Lanu, when it was Bovel, and when it was Parasumadai, and when it was Nyavon, and when it was Edom. 
But then, said Rav Chaim Vital, Dovid HaMelech Baruch Katshoi, said another Tefillah, he said, Luli Hashem Shehoi Olanu Bekum Aleinu Adam. That is going to be a time that Adam is going to stand up against Kalei Yisrael. And who's that Adam going to be? That Adam is going to be Yishmael. And he said, Because he understood that that Golis is the Golis Achrein, and this is the Tefillah for the Gula Asido. It's Luli Hashem Shehoi Olanu Bekum Aleinu Adam. But one thing is Klai. One thing is klar, paras luchud and yishmal luchud. Now, Rabbi Yanki showed me that the Maral in all his farm says not that way. He says paras and yishmal are really bishroshay one and the same. But it's not a stira. Because kipshutai, you find paras and you find yishmal. According to Eben Ezra, paras is the second of the four Goliaths and yishmal is the fourth. According to Rabbi Chaim Vital and according to what seems to be the opinion of the Rishonim, Paras is the second, Shmuel is the fifth. It's different. It's Adam. It's not one of the highest, and that's why it's not even counted as one of the four. But you have Paras and you have Yishmael. So again, here's the cash. I think it's a very simple question. You have Mamish, a whole bunch of Makaris and Chazal that it's going to be Paras. And you have a whole bunch of Makaris and Chazal that it's going to be Yishmael. I don't know, but it sounds like, it sounds like they're both true. It sounds like that Ba'achris Hayyamim, there's going to be a Matziv. With Mitzad Echad, Paras is going to be Loichem with Klai Yisrael, and Mitzad Sheni Yishmol is going to be Loichem with Klai Yisrael. How does that even make sense? It's possible. It's possible we're witnessing this right now in front of our eyes. Where you Mamish have Paras as the Mishaleach, and Yishmol as the Shluchem, but can have this phenomenon playing itself out where it's a little bit confusing. It's Paras, it's not Paras, it's Yishmol. It's Mamish Paras and Yishmol. We have a Messiah. The Messiah is Al Pnei Kol Echov Nafal. That Loy Melachok, Kishayipo Yishmol, Ba'achis Ayomim, Oz, Ve'elu told us Yitzchak ben Avram, Oz Yitzchak ben David, Shumi told us Yitzchak. You have Snatchain, you have the Gemara in Yuma, and you have all the Majoshim, all the Chazals. The last animal that we're going to have to encounter is the beer. The last animal we're an encounter is Paras, and they're both true. It's Paras and it's Yishma. They're both true. They're going to come in some sort of convoluted joint effort. Maybe, 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 maybe what we're witnessing right now. Just to end with a Dvar Chizik, it sounds like from the Zoyra Kodesh that the Koyach that Yishma has, their whole Koyach is that Avram Avinu was Mispali, he said, Lu Yishmael. We know Chazal say that Tzion b'mishpati padeh v'shavar b'tztaka. Svar Makdoshim say b'chachosmen. That b'chachosmen, Magen Avram, that the Geula is going to come in the schus of chesed. Yishmol's kayach is that they have a shaykhist, they have a dveikist Avram Avinu. It's hard to read, it's painful to read. But as Oishnei, they have a dveikist Avram Avinu. The way we overcome Yishmol is when we have our dveikist Avram Avinu. And at the end of the day, Fagesnish, ki bi Yitzchak yikara l'chazera. We're Zarish al-Avram. And if somebody's noidim yizalish al-Avram, he's mutabi Yishmaeli. Because at the end of the day, bi Yitzchak yikara l'chazera. But what we need to do is, we need to be dovik by Avram Avinu. And the way we're dovik by Avram Avinu is the Shavah bit stalker, it's Bachah Chaisman, we should Taka be Zoycha, that this should be the end of the end, and we should all see Taka, Mashiach Tzidkenu, and Herbi Amenu Amen.